Lights start a blinking, those handcuffs click. You know who to call, and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You'll fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, justice for all. You better call Saul. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Goodman, a Better Call Saul podcast. Uh, this one covering season four, episode four, titled Talk. It was just talk, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, because I had seen it somewhere else, and uh, it had like a longer title, and I can't remember where it was. Shouldn't have brought it up. Um, <laughs> introduce yourself. Going around to the right, please. Uh, my name is Michael Henley. I'm Samantha Russell. Oh, hey, it's me, Brian Craig. And I am Mike Marbeck. Uh, when you say it had a longer title, what do you mean? Like It like it had other words. Okay, okay. Yeah, I fair enough. Um, but, but but what I didn't even mean that to sound as like, asshole-ish as it just did. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Like, uh, it's, it was like just a whole bunch of A's in the word talk. Was it like parentheses? Like, <laughs> was it parentheses? Like, talk about your dreams tonight yeah. to me. Yeah. I, I can't remember what it was. I, I, talk I, dirty to me. <laughs> there it is. Um... It was uh, it was like two or three words um, when I was looking okay. up. What the hell was I looking up? Oh, I was looking up uh, a actor's name that was in this particular episode. Okay, uh, which we all uh, I know. The guy I from talk, American yeah. Horror Story. Well, that's a weird way to. Oh, uh, the good place. The guy from the good place. Or the good no, because uh, you were talking about Mark Evan Jackson. Mark Evan Jackson. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know his name. Yes. I didn't know yes. uh, Ethan Phillips. Yes, oh, I was about to say uh, from this... the Star Trek world. Yeah, this is a great uh, guest star episode. Classic. Overflowing. Cavalcade. Was... Oh, so yes. Judge. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, so many. Okay. I thought he was just a real judge. So many. Yeah, I just um, assumed character actors <laughs> yes. in this in the classic yes. character actors in this episode. Although it could be argued that Mark Evan Jackson is. Very Mark Evan Jackson in, uh, in everything he's in, in uh, yeah. much. and he's kills it in everything he's mm-hmm. everything. He's also, in. pretty much. Um, yeah. uh, although it could also be argued that Ethan Phillips is basically himself in all of these different things, mm. just with makeup at times, mm. <laughs> and also a real judge. And also, and also a real he judge. is a real judge. Uh, a yeah. little, uh, little known fact: uh, <laughs> Ethan Phillips, a classic character actor, is uh, also a, uh, a judge. Um, I don't know why Johnny Carson was called on to do that, but <laughs> should name here check, we are. We should name check Tamara Tooney here. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll come back sure. to her later. I just kept but. writing down M.E. Yeah. Warner every time she was on the screen. <laughs> I couldn't remember either of the names that have been used on this podcast for her, one of which is her real name. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll let the audience decide. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so we talked about just the, some guest stars. Uh, what were the overall impressions of this episode? Uh, I mean, this was, I mean, this was very solid character work. This was very exciting. I mean, I feel like th- this season is really, like, chugging along, basically. I feel like they're not, um, they're, they're building momentum very quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked this one a lot. Yeah. And I feel like everybody is in this sort of almost waiting period or, or like, everybody's overworked in mm-hmm. a way yeah. and really stressed out yeah. and dealing with it in very weird ways. Yeah. And I think yeah. we saw everybody kind of how they cope with certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was humorously humorously bleak, actually, I yeah. would say, this yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I felt like this episode was like a pot that's about to boil over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Better not watch that pot. Mm-hmm. may never boil. <laughs> um, but we have to watch it. Talk what about it. Yeah, I'd agree with uh, all those takes uh, on takes on talk, uh, takes. talk takes. Uh, it was uh, some some yeah humorously bleak, uh, as Michael said. Um, definitely agree with that. Uh, one of the more violent 
yeah. uh, episodes yeah. of so this far, yeah. Yeah, series. Although last uh, week was up there, but I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're continuing yeah. a pace here. Yeah, this mm-hmm. this was definitely, this had a much more Breaking yeah. Bad-ish We're moving into it. Breaking Bad yeah, territory. Are, when I tell yeah. people, oh no, you can watch Better Call Saul, it's not as, uh, like, it's not as scary, it's yeah. okay, and yeah. then yeah. Now, now, yeah, it's getting there. Mm-hmm. Now my nine-year-old niece is having my nightmares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it really does kind of start off uh, in a Harry Potter-like way uh, in terms of just kind of character building, world building, and then, like, the older, like, the more years that pass by, the darker shit gets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the faster shit gets, Yeah, too. Like, yep. the yeah. pace is just, yeah. Yeah. And Gus is he who must not be named. Uh, <laughs> Voldemort, just say it. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to tackle Jimmy uh, and Kim first. Um, so Jimmy wakes up, uh, and like I said, feel free to, to jump in and um, hit any fun details that I, that I miss or things that I get flat wrong. Um, uh, Jimmy's in bed. I was waiting for somebody to go, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. He's not in bed. Uh, I saw him in bed. Uh, He's lying atop the bed. That's, <laughs> the That's a different thing. the bed. He's trapped inside the mattress. Uh, and he gets a call from uh, CC Mobile. Was CC Mobile real? Was that a real I don't think, I don't so. think so. It looked no. very generic. Okay. Yeah. As, as, as generic as they could get it. Okay. okay. I don't know. Just design a logo. I don't care. Yeah. All right. <laughs> CC Mobile. Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like... I don't know. I felt like it, 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 it did have a real feel to it, like a singular or something. Mm-hmm. Remember singular? Um, well, it, like, it felt like like an extension of like those, uh, remember, like, I don't know, back in the like early 2000s, like just those mall kiosks where you're just mm-hmm. like, we're getting mm-hmm. in on the this, on this singular action. Too, sort so. of like a the metro cellular. PCS yeah. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, very much yeah. Yeah. wireless. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's yeah. like, is this real? Yeah. <laughs> the crickets doesn't sound real. Yeah. Yeah. Is the fact uh, you have no customers alarming? Or does that mean I'm getting a great deal here? Yeah. Because there's no overhead. Yeah. Everybody's got a cell phone company now. <laughs> it's true. A cell phone that means company, we can have a million of them. A cell phone company and a... Uh, um, Mail order mattress company. Oh yeah, there's yeah. a lot of mail order yeah. mattress yeah. companies. <laughs> yeah. Those are springing up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. All, right, All right, so let's uh, take a second and go to our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mattress for mattresses. Yeah. Um, Lisa L E E S A. There's too many. There's purple. Purple. What is Lisa? Lisa. It's a mattress. I've never heard of this one. Okay. How many podcasts do you listen to? Apparently not enough. I've heard of Casper and Purple. Uh, so Jimmy's in his uh, Casper mattress yes. uh, bed, most likely, or his sleep number. We don't know. Uh, and he gets a job offer from uh, CC Mobile uh, and declines it. Mm-hmm. Um, says, nah, no thanks. Uh, my life has, uh, life has changed uh, and I'm no longer interested. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a real shame. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Kim, who, by the way, is looking better. Yeah. Little, yeah. She's mending mending nicely. Yeah. Um, and uh, she wants to talk to Jimmy about... Uh, she wants to talk to Jimmy about uh, him. He wants. She wants him to talk to a psychiatrist, therapist. therapist. Yeah. Those are the words I was trying to get out. Um Do we get a clear sense of how long, how much time has passed since the end of the last episode? Do uh, we, do we... Uh, we have enough. He says that in ten months he'll be 
uh, able to be a lawyer again. So it's okay. two months have passed since the trial. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, so it's very compressed. Okay. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, and she's she's still got the uh, the Thing. sling yeah. uh, on, and I feel like she still has some stuff yeah, on her still face. Some, yeah, yeah. So I mean, maybe a few weeks since last episode. Yeah, okay, yeah, a couple or so. Um, all right. So she wants him to. Uh, oh, you want me to get a shrink? Um, and she says that it's helpful for some people, and I guess that pushes him to. Uh, just want her to stop worrying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, is that what is that? Yeah, what I think it's so, just yeah. yeah to stop worrying and then to immediately make an excuse not to do it. Yeah. So he he says that he got a job, mm-hmm. so he has to check his schedule to be able to you know actually go see the therapist. Yeah. yeah. So things are looking up. Don't worry about me. Yeah. yeah. And he uh, and then uh, calls up CC Mobile, dude at CC Mobile, and says. Uh, Forget everything I just said. Yeah. Uh, if it's still available, please give it to me. Um, sure. All right. Well, uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, he also mentioned he got the uh, the job was a shift supervisor, which I don't remember if he they, they actually did offer him. A yes. shift, it was shift it, it supervisor? Was shift okay. Supervisor. okay. Never mind. I wasn't sure if he was embellishing as well. For uh, I couldn't remember what the actual phone call, if they gave him that. Okay. Yeah. Disregard. Uh, Strike that. And... Then their stories kind of uh, diverge a bit, right? Yeah. Uh, so let's jump to... Let's just follow Jimmy. Okay. Um, and uh, he's at the store. He's yep. at his uh, first day on the job. Yeah. And it is dead. Yes. It is <laughs> very, very dead. And I'm guessing he works on commission. Um, or he just wants people... Wants the time to pass a little little, yeah. little more. Yeah. Um, uh, but the... Location he is at is just uh, not quite pulling in the customers, um, and the fir- the first thought I th- I had was uh, it's super dead. Nobody's around. That is like ripe for schemes for mm-hmm. for Jimmy to to yeah. be doing. Yeah. His yeah. mind starts to yeah. wonder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Needs to busy himself. Yeah, um, and he just flips over the uh, uh, closed sign, heads off to see what's his name. Ira. 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 I was going to say Ira. I should have just said it. Um, oh, you miss every shot you don't take. Uh, <laughs> and he goes to see Ira, uh, who he met in the Bavarian boy burglary. Burgling. Oh, very nice. Um, the Hummel heist. Yeah, the Hummel heist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he gets his money. He gets his he gets his share and his he gets share. more than, yeah, more yeah, than his share. So I yeah. will I will admit I was wrong that yeah. I did not think anybody would buy such a yeah. thing at such a price. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah. Everything they, is as worth as much as someone will pay for it. They ate it up. Yep. Um but they didn't say how much more, right? No. No, they no, didn't say just, how much more. He was just like more. Uh yeah. and then he kind of Jimmy is you know, you could have just Taken this, I would have. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have known the yeah, extra yeah. thing. Um, and uh, what was Ira's response to that? Just having a good relationship. Yeah, I think it was what just. Did, uh, yeah, I didn't write down his exact. But that was the quote. Gist, but right? he just said, "Yeah." And the and the Bavarian boy was uh, made quite a splash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. had started a bidding war, and then he said, "Oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm really. Uh, I like this Hummel thing." 
Yeah. Yeah. And I know that, you know, money solves everything. That, that That's the point of this show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, uh, Ira, once again, you know, second uh, week in a row, really good sport. Yeah. Really yeah. good sport, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He seemed to have a great time. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, going down to Dallas. Uh, Humble, the humble figuring thing, uh, the price went way up, uh, cash in hand, real easy yeah. easy walk in, walk out. Mm-hmm. Again, Albuquerque to Dallas, that is not an easy drive. Mm-hmm. What was his job last episode? Uh, just the brave the, the, Yeah. No, no, I mean his actual job. Uh, did we did we find did we know where his job was? No, I don't think okay. so. No, we yeah. didn't. I think his job is just the beverage thing. He just okay. delivers the soda to the thing. And he, he just got the call from the vet. Okay. So they got connected to gotcha. that. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is a uh, th- this is kind of I don't know if it's an intentional parallel or it just kind of comes with the territory, but this is definitely a a Walt parallel here, though. Where you know, really, essentially, with Jimmy, like he has a job, quote unquote, but it's just like it's not where he's making his money. He's lying to his loved mm-hmm. ones, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, he's doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's skipping out on his job in order to do his own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you know, and that ended well. So you know, yeah. sure, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then as he continues doing those things, he's probably going to have to find a way to launder the money, yep. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're in Breaking Bad. Yep. Um, okay. But so, there's something that Ira says at the end of their quick meeting uh, that sets off a light in Jimmy's head. He says, uh, call the vet now. New jo- uh, call the vet, new job, new phone. Mm-hmm. You never know yeah. who's listening. Yeah. Uh, and then Jimmy goes buy some paint supplies, mm-hmm. um, some specific window paint supplies, yeah. it seems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we have a little montage of him just painting all of these uh, letters on the windows of CC Mobile. Uh, and it says, is the man listening? Uh, privacy sold here. Mm-hmm. Mm. So he's working an angle. Yeah. 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 Uh, he always knows how to sell everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knows how to. Genius. He yeah. does. And compare and contrast, like, the paint job he did last year, which was the office of him and Kim, like, the respectable him, mm-hmm. and now yeah. it's the mm-hmm. hustling Jimmy. Yeah, it's a very good yeah. point, yeah. Yeah. Slipping Jimmy. Slipping Jimmy. Uh, this, I mean, this isn't a bad thing, necessarily. It's just a draw in customers. But he's also drawing in people that are doing bad, bad things, yeah. and that'll yeah. encourage yeah. him to do more bad things. Yes. So it's yeah. it's a bad, it's bad yeah, news it's a, yeah. for him yeah. to be around people. Yeah, he's targeting like a certain demographic yeah. that yeah. Yes. Is, is underserved. Yeah. Fair point. Yes. Um, so he's, he's selling a lot of um, burners. Burners, yes. yes. As, they, as they say in the biz. <laughs> um, yeah. So... Uh, God, the show is just so good at simple, fun ways of just laying the groundwork for mm-hmm. yeah. how he gets from one point to another. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to that point, uh, I think it was interesting that the introduction they used for this episode was the box of cell phone uh, intro. Yeah, they did. The, what was it? The cell phones. Oh, in the, yeah. In sometimes, the yeah. Sometimes it's yeah. the a mug it's, falling off the table. Yeah. Sometimes it's the lawyer up. I, License plate I started sometime. writing them down this season because okay. like there's a there's good there's a pattern there's a reason they're using each of them but I, yeah but yeah. this one was the one that like actually okay seemed like it fit a lot for the episode there's also like and a, the urinal one there's with, the urinal yeah. one Statue of Liberty one mm-hmm. yeah right yeah, the and the car yeah yeah the it's got up, a car. license yeah. plate mm-hmm. so a box yeah. of burners is what they opened yeah. with yeah interesting hmm no hmm. box of burners okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, any other thoughts on Jimmy before we move on to Kim? Uh, he's just going to going to a bad place. Yeah, I think yeah. he's yeah, just. Uh, 
left to his own devices at this point. Yeah. Literally. Like he's he's got no his own I feel like devices. Chuck was was that thing that was he's was constantly trying to get his approval mm-hmm. and now that he doesn't have that he's just going off the rails. Yeah. Well, I think he's internalized kind of the spirit yeah. of Chuck. Well, not the spirit of Chuck, but like the uh, the 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 lessons, the uh the outlook of Chuck about him basically yes. to to a crazy degree, he's yeah. he, he's feeling like unleashed. well, yeah. If this is what you thought I was, yeah, then, then I might as well do it. I'm going to honor your memory yeah. by doing it. I think it's the twisted psychology at play here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one thing that uh, we haven't mentioned yet, and I mean, this is kind of an homage to movies that they like to do, uh, but I definitely got a great escape vibe when he yeah. was uh, bouncing that ball against the wall. Absolutely, a uh, man stuck in a box with no one to talk to. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then, uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so we'll go back to Kim. Uh, after uh, she leaves Jimmy, uh, she heads to court. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this scene was uh, pretty similar to ones we've seen with Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Going through the, the courthouse, going through the um, uh, security line, um, having a little quick hello with uh, the, the guard, mm-hmm. um, and then off to the, to the courthouse. Um, so what is, uh, what's going on here? What's her deal? I, I, well, I think the judge kind of got it that Mm -hmm. she was there to sort of rediscover her love of the law to just sit there and watch trial. She had, she hasn't been in court and she was really good in court. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and we saw that with, uh. Hamlin, Hamlin, and McGill, and then also at the hearing for Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And I think she just kind of wants to do something a little different than Mesa Verde. She really just buried herself in Mesa Verde, and I'm sure it has like a bad taste in her mouth that yeah. she mm-hmm. overdid it, and now yeah. like she still has to keep doing it. Yeah. So she's just kind of trying to experience something else to maybe just have that spark, I think. Yeah, yeah and after seeing all those models last week and see just having this vision of rapid expansion she knows that she's going to be stuck doing this for years yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and the same same thing over and over and over over again just boring paperwork changing like that yeah the colors yeah and the location yeah yeah um which is oh, oh, uh, I was gonna say it's, it's a thing that like when people go to law school they have this vision of like the like the judge said like the movie the the movie version of law where you're saving the little guy and you're standing up for against the big corporations and bad guys mm-hmm. doing stuff and yeah. law uh, is yeah. really boring like yeah, yeah. research uh, corporate law uh, copyright law all that kind of stuff is just very very unexciting uh, prospect and last season she was talking to Jimmy about To Kill a Mockingbird mm-hmm. and how she wanted to be Atticus Finch so like I think that's sort of it you know like and yeah. that was right after her accident I yeah. think that I don't know she's searching for that yeah. being able to fight for something yeah yeah well, there's also the, um, you know, something on set, I think, of this episode that been kind of lingering ever since she got Mesa Verde was the fact that, you know, because of Jimmy's uh, chicanery, to use Chuck's word, basically about the whole thing, you know, like technically she lost Mesa Verde, I think, in a very real way. She believes she never really got them back. Um, yeah. You know, it was, it was all through Jimmy that, you know, that happened and it was 
you know, they, they never really talked about it, but you could tell that she believed Chuck. She just took his took Jimmy's side anyway. Mm. And so, you know, I'm sure that's part playing a part of it as well. Just this whole, like, not only is this not my passion, technically I didn't earn this windfall yeah, yeah. that I have here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she's hanging around court. Uh, the character actor, Ethan Phillips. Good old Ethan uh, Phillips. Is our judge. He was... Uh, he was multiple characters throughout the Star Trek world. Um, most notably, I think, was um, on Voyager yes. as Neelix, yes. if you're familiar. Um, <laughs> I am not familiar. Okay. Uh, well, it's a great show and a great series. It's mm-hmm. been going for about 50 years or so now. Uh, <laughs> what allegory? Check it out. <laughs> What's that? Allegory and metaphor? A whole bunch of stuff like that. <laughs> Quite a bit. A bunch of Quite a bit. Um, uh, yeah, it's Neelix pretty... was the ship. The ship's cook on the yeah. uh, on the show, basically, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. very lively, animated, colorful character. Mm-hmm. Um, here, really dialing it down and yeah. playing just a just kind of overworked but friendly dispensing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Eating eggplant car- okra. I wrote down all. Okra. I wrote, yes. wrote down all. What a lovely for the detail! For some reason, just I loved that. Slimy, yeah, so slimy, mushy. Yeah, and I know last week I talked about how much I hate like characters who eat with their mouths full, but I really appreciate it here, if only because everything that came out, even though whatever what he was saying to Kim was sincere, it definitely sounded like the voice of a man who was stuffing down like yeah. planet okra and not enjoying the experience <laughs> yeah. at all. Um, he's just trying to get through it. Yeah, but he's like <laughs> one of those, one, he's he's a classic, oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Character yeah. people. So, I mean, I think Mark Evan Jackson is uh, as well. Um, but so this, uh, I just love that about this particular episode is just seeing two that guys in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so that guy, Ethan Phillips, uh, the judge, um, uh, basically tells Kim after uh, this little speech uh, that takes a quick turn where he's like, I don't want you, I don't want to see you here. Don't use my cord to do this. Yeah. Uh, don't lurk around my court or I'll put you to work. Um, and she's like, okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, and he goes back out, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Case number, this, that, or the other thing. Um, and then looks she's out there. and she's, she's like, I'm back bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she's there. Put me to work. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like, I like his attitude too, because very often in scenes like that, you have the judge who's just like, Oh, tell me what's wrong. You know, like, yeah. you know, like, let, let's help you find yourself. And I like the fact where he, where he's just like, look, I get it, but this is a waste of talent. Like, you know what your love yeah. is. You're not doing what you love. So either keep doing that and put up with it or start doing what you love. But, like, yeah. don't waste my time with it. Yeah. You know, like, I, I really liked that, that, that detail of character there. Yeah. Uh, and that was, uh, that was it, that she was there. And what do we think is going on here? Well, before we... Uh, Ooh, you go. I mean, you know, I, I think... I think Kim, there's a lot going on with Kim, I think, yeah. you know, um, just in terms of, you know, like, you know, just just guilt and trying to rediscover mm-hmm. passion sure. and all that stuff. And I think, you know, the Mesa Verde stuff is really sure. kind of weighing down on yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think she's... I think she's trying to... I, I, I think what's really happening here is that, I, I mean, I feel like... <laughs> Nicholas Spain on Saturday Night Live. It's the is it Fred Armisen where he's like the topical comedian. He's like, let me get a newspaper. Let me get a newspaper. Boat sinks uh, in Atlantic. I mean, I'm sorry. So, uh, I'm sorry. I can't make this stuff up. <laughs> yeah. um, um, no, it was great. 
Yes. <laughs> I think she is trying to rediscover her love of the law, but like it's not working. Like her 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 pilot just won't light, basically. And yeah. like it's really frustrating mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. And it's yeah, and and uh, you know, I, 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 as much as I appreciate, you know, how much of the judge got kind of no nonsense, don't have time for this. She just she's she's lost right now, yeah. and I think it's really taking a toll on her. Yeah, uh, like she is, she's she's going down. I wouldn't say that she's falling, um, but she is going down to a uh, a seedy level. Like this is where Jimmy was kind of going in and doing yeah. all his. Uh, yeah, his, she's losing her ideals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's into this world. She's like p- putting her foot into um, McGill territory, mm-hmm. uh, Saul territory, even uh, in and dealing with uh, these kind of day to day crimes and criminals yeah. and whatnot. Um, so mm. it, it seems like it's we're going to see these paths sort of possibly cross. Yeah. Like, if she's going down that road, uh, to me it seems highly likely that we may see her cross paths into any kind of Gussy sort of, like, not, oh God, like, not, not. not Gus, but, like, uh, under Gus. Under Gusslings. Oh. Um, like, people that... Like, yeah, yeah, dealers and things. Yeah, petty sure. dealers. Yeah. Like, a, like a badger or a yeah. skinny Pete type. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did but, have that pill addiction that we speculated about a couple episodes ago. Yeah. That hasn't come back yet. Hasn't come back yet. It's still alive. Still, still, I mean, it's still, yeah. Uh, our fingers crossed. But I'll throw out a, <laughs> an uncharacteristically uh, less cynical view of what you were just mentioning. So she's sitting there. Uh, the difference between her and Jimmy as a public defender or a potential public defender is that Jimmy needed, like, that was his only source of income, was right. going back every day. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's sitting there listening to each case and waiting to find the perfect thing where it's, I don't know, a hooker with a heart of gold or something. Mm-hmm. Sure. The, the perfect... Um, thing for her defendant. to fight for. Yeah. 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 Something for yeah. her to fight for and do what's right. And yeah. yeah, because I feel yeah. like she's holding all this guilt yeah. Yeah. Uh, on top of the just the crazy amount of pressure she has from herself about Mesa Verde. Sure. Uh, but she's got all this guilt about what she did to Chuck, mm-hmm. uh, what yeah. she's done with her career. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I feel like she's waiting out to find that redemptive story. Yeah. Sure. Well, the judge even dangles that in front of her right. at one point. He talks about like some, I think, pro bono work mm-hmm. I think, that she could do. Mm-hmm. And at some point, there's a there's a, like a little throwaway reference where she's like, "This is the plot of the verdict." Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, which and that's is, what he said. He yeah. said that yeah, there's no cases like that. I just uh, tried something where a guy threw pee at his boss. Like, <laughs> yes. So like this isn't glamorous, yeah. but I think if she waits for that moment. Maybe she can find, and that's why she's going back. That I put me to work, but you know who I am, and you know what I can do. Yeah. So put me with somebody who needs it. Yeah, yeah. I just see her crossing, crossing, uh, crossing paths with uh, like that rival uh, lawyer uh, uh, of Jimmy, uh, uh, something along. Yeah, yeah, and. they uh, maybe they get involved in uh, in something because uh, we're we're also dealing with a Kim who was everything that everybody said so far, mm-hmm. but also the one who loved doing those um, schemes. Oh, with the Jimmy. schemes, yeah, yeah, Jimmy, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. but she always knew the limit, and mm-hmm. I feel like Jimmy never knew the limit. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll see. Oh, she, yeah, she was. Go ahead. I don't know. I know, I was going to say, it's such a multi-layered 
character yeah. and a multi-layered performance, uh, which strikes me as uh, because a conversation I had today at work with a person. Uh, I had a conversation at work today with someone who also watches the show, and she was saying to me that that Better Call Saul is a perfect show, just perfect in every regard, with one exception. She can't stand Rhea Seahorn. She thinks she's a lousy actress. What? And I'm like, I could not disagree with you more. I don't understand what show you think you're watching. (laughs) You're Uh, watching it wrong. She watches Columbia and can't stand Meryl Streep. I I don't know. I don't know where to start. Yeah. Here. So apparently, there's people out there that yes. that don't uh, like don't her. Like, yeah. Think she's a stiff actress uh, with no emotion, which uh, baffling to me. Yeah. Hmm. I uh, I stand in the opposite direction. Same. I think she's my favorite part of this. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. 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 So, if there's <laughs> listeners out there that disagree with that, yeah. hmm. tweet at us. Yeah. Come at, at us. Come at us. Podcast. Come at me at. SRM podcast. Did they? I mean, not to you know, not to put you know your coworker on the spot. Uh, I don't. I don't know this person. I don't want to start a fight. You know, but did she have any comments about the the scene like a couple weeks ago where Kim exploded? Like, yeah, it was. I the conversation ended with me saying, "Really? Yeah, yeah. I disagree with yeah. that wholeheartedly." Yeah. And I slowly turned and I walked away, <laughs> never to see her again. She's otherwise a lovely person. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 But she doesn't know how to watch the show. <laughs> she doesn't know what good is. <laughs> um, all right. Then let's us move over to Mike Urban Trout. Yeah. Mike. Uh, so Mike is, uh, he, he gets the open. He gets yeah, the he open. gets the open. The open of the episode. We get a flashback. Um, where we are at the group. Uh, oh no no we no, are uh, we're building something yeah. we're building I believe the carport which Stacy mentioned last season okay. when she was like oh you can help build the uh, playground yeah. and he goes oh I don't have any experience in that and she's oh Maddie said that you built the carport mm. and he goes I did and yeah yeah Maddie talked about it all the time so Maddie had this wonderful memory of building a carport with his dad and Mike couldn't remember it at yeah. all. Okay, um, so that's what we see. Um, Any um, Maddie signs his name in the uh, the wet cement, uh, and a rather crappy yeah. uh, sort Dude, of way to go. The about first when and when he went in on it, it wasn't what was over his shoulder later. Like that kid yeah. just went. Yeah. <laughs> like there was cement everywhere. That was yeah. not an M. Yeah, that was yeah. just a mess. It was just a. a Push. It, we might as well yeah. just use the shovel. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and just uh, piled it up. Um, no, that was that was no good. Uh, like if I was directing that, I would have spent all day until this kid. I would. Yeah, it would yeah. just annoy me too. Get much. me a new kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. pour some more cement. You'll never work in this town again. again. Uh, did your coworker have anything to say about how great this kid's technique was? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Getting them, getting them tonight. Ten years old and already better than Rhea Seaworth. Like, that's a call for. That's a call for. I saw her. Uh, uh, her signed her name outside of Manch, uh, Chinese, uh, <laughs> the Chinese theater. The Chinese theater, and uh, it just looks like a bunch of um, gibberish. Um, 
Annie. It's not easy to sign your name and submit. I'm just saying. It's, no. Yeah. And also, now you're on Maddie's side. And you gotta use a, you gotta use a smaller tool. You need a finer yeah, tip. That's than also that. true. Yeah. He I'll basically gave that kid, yeah. kid a uh, one of those um, just thick stick um, um, candy canes. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's oh, just yeah. like. Uh, also, we all knew he was about to write Maddie. Like, it felt very, like... They could have just had it picked up. I was, as an editor, I would, you yeah, could have yeah. cut it before like, that. All right, just we have him pick up this. the stick and then go over his shoulder. Yeah. I'm fine with that. And you're, you're gonna Who cut, edited this? And then you're going to cut to... <laughs> Uh, today's uh, you're gonna cut to Mike Herman Trout now anyway yeah. we know it's Maddie yeah, yeah. we didn't need the super slow reveal with the 2001 music playing yeah it's Maddie oh that's right that's still a thing right <laughs> uh, yeah we get it yeah that was almost as bad as uh, the, the car with the reveal of uh, was yeah. it Lydia Oh, oh, no, yeah, no. Yeah. And the Pollos Hermanos. Yeah, the first Pollos Hermanos was yeah, yeah. so... Because it took so long. Yeah, yeah. We like, all oh, know it's his Pollos Hermanos. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. are you doing? It was Pollos Hermanos this whole time. <laughs> ah, it was right under our nose. But now they're doing it with their, in their own continuity, where it's like, you know, <laughs> Maddie is pure, break, uh, pure Better Call Saul. Yeah, so it's just like, no guys, need. we get it. We've yeah. been watching the show. I guess that's another thing where... It's for us, but it's also if we hadn't seen Breaking Bad, would we have? You we wouldn't have had like, a reaction. We wouldn't have to had that. a reaction like that. So you that's might have why just said, "Why did they make it like it was a big thing?" Yeah, why and I think that's what made it even worse. And <laughs> it's like, it was who a, is this for? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, so yeah, well, we cut to group. We cut to the group, <laughs> and um, it's just Mike going. Mike. He wanted me to talk. I talked. Um, Cut to the intro. Yeah. Uh, And then we go back to the group, right? Oh, no. We go back to the diner. Diner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We cut to Loyola Diner. Loyola Diner. What was happening at the diner? How do I not Uh, know He met with uh, Emmy Warner, medical examiner. Yeah, it's Maritoni. Yeah. Medical examiner Warner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was doing a crossword puzzle, and uh, she pops in and goes, oh, 22 across is Esmeralda. So they have this cute little relationship mm. where they come and they eat food and uh, do the crossword of, puzzle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of this relationship evolve off camera? I think. I think so. I, think I mean, they, they spoke here and there I don't during the being meetings. That substantial. I didn't think it was that her, substantial so, yeah. either. Well, he did the broom thing with the cement, so I feel like <laughs> it was like ghosts with the <laughs> yeah. cement. Yeah. <laughs> There's one way <laughs> to a woman's heart. It's with a broom and a cement. Same week. So okay. she's asking him if he want her, like her friends in a band. Would you like to go see the band tonight? Uh, we can go. And he says, "Oh nope, tonight tonight's group." She's playing piano with a launching pad. <laughs> what a weird name for a fake uh, venue. The launching pad. Uh, I'm gonna be real honest with you all right now. Uh. I have no memory of this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. You know. don't remember that they had like a high shot of the oh, the, the ceramic uh, thing with the Roadrunner. And they also <sighs> did a shot through the like the window to the kitchen where I was like. All right, what is this shot? Why are we doing this when they're talking? And it's just like through the triangle or the diamond window. And then Mike tapped on the camera and was like, Marbeck! (laughs) Wake up! Where are you? Paying attention. Um, And then he reached out. But there were weird shots. Um, No, I must have 
maybe I fast forwarded a little bit too much. Oh, and I didn't okay. Maybe it was right after a commercial, so maybe yeah, it you was, did because yeah. I didn't write that down that it was right after a commercial. You see, Comcast doesn't have the automatic back pull. Mm-hmm. Well, you have the TiVo back. though, right? You just hit no, D. I don't have TiVo anymore. Oh, everything's changing. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm leaving this podcast right now. Uh, you got me to buy, buy a TiVo, and now this. <laughs> I really did. This is the best commercial for TiVo ever. It's like, get a TiVo, and you'll still remember your favorite Yeah, you just hit D, and it just goes right to the yeah. new thing. Yeah. DVR is not, it's not sick it in. I do like, miss that aspect of things. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, I love my uh, Comcast. We have that. We're probably going to switch to internet only. But I love my Roku. Yeah, okay. I love the I love the Roku. I, I, I I'm really not buying it. a Roku now. <laughs> you already bought a TiVo. Stop it! I enjoy my new Roku very much. All right, so yeah. she uh, they're they're having this lovely conversation, <laughs> and uh, he's saying that he wants to go or he has to go to meeting because he promised uh, Stacy. They're very cute together. They are very cute together, and then um, skip. We can skip group. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. can skip group. We can ditch. We can ditch. I found that particularly adorable. It was very adorable. Meet behind the bleachers. It's like he's the hunchback. And she's Esmeralda. Yeah. Is that two on the nose? <laughs> yeah, that's two on the nose. And I wrote down she she ordered a chef salad and I believe he had a grilled cheese. Mm. But I'm not hundred percent sure it was a sandwich. I don't anyway, think it was a cheese. you don't think it was a grilled cheese? Tuna melt? Maybe he seems like a tuna, tuna melt kind of guy. Okay. Anyway, so uh sandwich. they, they yeah. start uh talking about Henry at meeting. And uh Mike says he made up his dead wife. He doesn't have a dead wife, he was never married. Uh, he's going through all of these details of stories that Henry has told about his wife and saying, oh, well, Wrigley Field didn't have lights until this year, so they, they couldn't have gotten engaged at Wrigley Field at, mm. when he said they did at a night game. And just none of the details rub, uh, add up. And every time he talks about his wife, he rubs his wrist, and that's a tell. And she's like, oh, okay. And he goes, I... Would you want to put some money on it that he's going? He's making this up and that he's going to mm-hmm. rub his wrist when he starts talking about his wife. So they put ten bucks on it oh, that says when he's talking about Judy, it's it's going to be a completely different story from what he had mentioned earlier. So he just keeps changing his story, mm. and they're all excited about going to meetings so they can make fun of somebody who lost a loved one <laughs> <laughs> at uh, their meeting. Well, I mean, he might not have, may, yeah, may but uh, yeah, at their uh, meetings. Sounds like a good scene. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a very <laughs> lovely scene. Yeah, I'm sad you yeah. missed it. I'll There's tell you what, though, some solid scenery. Um, I'll tell you and what, weird shots. I'll, yeah. t- I'll, I'll tell you this: uh, that even without that information, uh-huh. rest of the show still works for me. Uh, rest <laughs> of that, uh, him kind of coming yeah. out and just being like, oh, "Come on, you know yeah. this guy." Yeah, I feel like there guy. was a little bit more of I, I don't know where this. It's cued up here. Sure, mm. and then it gets yeah. it gets very serious in the meeting. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's it very cute when they're doing it, when they're yeah. kind of making the jokes. So it was a it was yeah. a harsh. It was I think harsher when you watched it after okay. watching this, where he's just kind of like, eh, that guy's that guy's making it up." No, yeah. like he, yeah. he's like saying it with his knowledge of a, being a detective mm-hmm. and or a yeah. cop and stuff. Yeah, but it's cuter here <laughs> than when we get to the meeting. Yeah, and at the meeting, which I did see, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Evan Jackson, the great Emmy J, Mark yeah, Evan Jackson Mark Evan of Jackson. The Good Place, mm-hmm. yes. which is fantastic show, uh, comes back uh, one month from today Ooh, or so. It's uh, what, what, yeah. what dates today? Well, we're recording this on a Tuesday. Yeah, we're recording yeah. this on so uh, Tuesday. It comes the back twenty eighth. Oh, okay, comes back just shy of a month, uh, September twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, great show. Check it out. Um, Breaking Goodman brought to you by. 
the good place. Speaking of speaking of DVR as a tangent, basically I was looking through it today and I was like, oh, it's a new episode of The Good Place. And actually it was just a sneak peek. Uh, yeah, so it's just like, that's how they get you. Yeah. yeah. TiVo wouldn't pull that shit. <laughs> just saying. I think they would. Well, they might. TiVo no, they did. Would. TiVo told me. Me on this. I, it was like, <laughs> The Sinner, new episodes. Mm. And I go in it and it was, it, all of these new episodes were in there but I couldn't play them and it turned out it was coming out the first episode was airing in three weeks, but they just oh. put them in there, and it's just oh, okay. a thing to just tease me. Where I'm like, I can't watch this. Why can't I watch this? And I'm like, it's it's not even airing yet. <laughs> what what they meant was, wouldn't it be nice yeah. to watch the episodes right now? <laughs> Isn't that weird? Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. Uh, so anyway. now, if you had a Roku, you had a Roku. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Roku is a very back in time. Um, <laughs> it's all app based. Yeah, uh, so check it out. Uh, can I just mention, though, the first, the woman who was talking in group was talking, I think, or at first, just the nameless woman in the beginning, uh, was talking about how she hoped, I think it was her son took a job or something. And it was just, it reminded me a little of Jimmy, just the way she was talking. It reminded me of sort of an inner monologue of Kim, right. like mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, thing. That's, mm-hmm. that's all. It yeah. was just like a weird little blip mm-hmm. in there. Oh, you just reminded me of something uh, that I wanted to, to bring up. Uh, this is going back to Kim for a moment. Uh, last week you expressed concern about her wardrobe. Yep. Uh, oh, did yeah. any of that play out? Yes, yeah, she's you? wearing that yellowish shirt in court, mm-hmm. which that was very concerning. And then right at the beginning, she's wearing that yellowish shirt and holding a yellow post-it. And she's like, oh, God. And that's the post-it that she had Jimmy's, the number for the therapist on, mm, okay. which is also, I think, in representative of Jimmy thinking that that's sort of not good to do. You know, like that's not a good situation, okay. the yellow post-it and the therapist. Cool. Alright, yeah. Just wanted to check in on, on that. Uh, so yeah, we're at group. Uh, Mark Evan Jackson uh, pops in. Henry is his name? Yeah. Henry is there. Uh, Henry the liar um, uh, is, starts telling his tale. Well, first Stacy starts talking. And she's talking about how she was making Kaylee breakfast and uh, she made her French toast and went through all of this whole morning. And then said, and I realized I didn't think about Maddie at all. Mm. And usually when I make breakfast, I always think about Maddie. And then I start, I I start thinking that if I could go hours without thinking about him, maybe I could go days without thinking about him and I could lose him and I could forget what he sounds like and I could forget him. And you see Mike and he's breathing heavily and he's very very uncomfortable and yeah, I think it, yeah. it it's bringing back Coco to the, the first scene where yeah. he forgot that memory of him and Maddie yeah. and I feel like he felt his son slipping away yeah. from himself That's and that he just yeah. kept living his life and that all of these these moments that he had with his son are gone yeah. and he starts worrying about that yeah. and I think that's what triggers his blow up yeah, that yeah. he's just scared and like upset that he's losing someone and especially that someone else like Hen- this Henry can oh is it Harry or Henry I think it's Henry it's Henry yeah. I wrote down sure. I wrote down both in two different spots oh, okay. <laughs> I think it's Henry okay, okay. The last name's definitely Devore. I wrote Maybe. down ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but I think when Henry starts going into that, and then he thinks that Henry's making these things up, yeah. that it's almost like belittling everyone else's pain. Sure. His pain. Yeah. That, that you could lose someone, yeah. Yeah. and 
you know, like yeah. he doesn't know what that's stolen like. If he's making the it stolen up. Valor. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry. So I, I interrupted yeah. no, 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 a little a bit. bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you, you, you see Mike getting pretty, pretty emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, emotional there. Um, Michael. Well, no, I, I was just curious actually, because I haven't, it's a connection I want to make, but I'm not sure how to make it. Actually, I'm still trying to square this away with what's going on with Mike professionally right now, basically. And because, I mean, this is a very dramatic kind of low point for Mike. Yeah. And I mean, what I was really struck by the blow up that we're kind of uh, kind of tiptoeing toward basically is that he does it in front of Stacy, mm. yeah. who is a character he has always kind of protected, yeah. you know, from that. You know, it all, it's so much so that it almost feels like when he's been around her ever since the start of the show, he's always been kind of... Not insincere, but kind of, sort of, a little bit fakey, yeah. like a little bit, a little, a little hollow, and, and yeah. distant, a little distant, definitely a little yeah. distant. Yeah. yeah. So, and this is not that at all. Um, and but I'm I'm not sure how to relate that to what's going on with Madrigal and what he's doing professionally, if at all. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's necessarily related. I'm not well, sure. I, he's definitely he's careening, like his yeah. his inner life is careening out of control and his only coping mechanism is to get gruffer and lash out and put people in their place yeah Um, and he's also not doing a lot of like he also had the opportunity when he was working every day to kind of be almost lash out at people in a, a good way at the at the parking lot mm-hmm. where he had that sort of power and that sort of like, he could be sassy with people mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And maybe he doesn't have that. Like he doesn't have more of a day to day job yeah. and maybe it's just kind of, that's also a little bit of a, like yeah. something's missing a bit that yeah. he doesn't have as many jobs or like things to do. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. When well, you don't have, Structure, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, like some people, and him being one of them, uh, seem uh, apparently. Uh, if you don't have that structure, uh, like the the what is the saying? The idle mind is the devil's playground, mm-hmm. right? Right, um, and that's seemingly what's what's happening here. Uh, he has a little too much time on his hands, and it's gonna get filled with bad shit, yeah, <laughs> or, well, bad like, or bad yeah. thoughts, like yeah, yeah. Because then like, he has to stop and think, yeah, right. And before he didn't have to necessarily stop and think; he mm-hmm. could just do other stuff, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and it makes sense why he would resist group yes. as much as he does. Because yeah. he doesn't want to have to deal with the emotion of losing Maddie. Yeah. And it's becoming the forefront now. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I mean, you can draw a direct line from, you know, the old cop job to the um, the, the parking attendant, um, you know, the parking booth job to the magical job, kind of in the sense that the parking booth job is very much about, like, he was always a stickler for the rules, like the rules, mm-hmm. the rules, yeah. the rules. Um, and you know you can almost see that in context of him like trying to reclaim his legitimacy, his nobility in the wake of you know the collapse of the cop job and everything that happened basically and the corruption and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden he's working for Madrigal, and his way back into that is I'm going to pose. And uh, you know I I know, I know I'm a security consultant, but I'm actually going to do my job and I'm yeah. going to nail people on the rules, the rules, the rules. Yeah. And then when Lydia says, we don't want you to do that, yeah. you know, we don't care, you, you know, about the stuff that you're talking about. We don't want you doing this stuff at all. Yeah. It's like, well, then what do I do? Like, what am I doing? You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's almost like him coming to grips with the fact that it's it's not like he's not aware, hasn't been aware that what he's doing isn't on the up and up. Like, he knows, he knows what kind of business he's in, basically. Yep. It's just that without that ability to cling to the rules, 
he has to admit it to himself, and I think mm. he really doesn't like it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I kind of got a sense of, like, a an alternate reality death wish, where, like, he's he's been pushed against... Uh, what do you think? Like, he, he his reaction to everything going on is to uh, uphold the rules rather than become a vigilante, which is right. very interesting. But yeah. the outcome, and we'll follow up with this once he goes up against Gus, um, like, he's got nothing to lose in his mind at this point. Yeah. So he might as well go balls to the wall, rule follower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is very interesting, just... Uh, way to watch his psyche work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's an inter- interesting juxtaposition to Jimmy. Like, everyone who always complains about... Not everyone. Uh, but people who complain about the show, it's like, it's two different shows. They don't match well together at all. And I, I always just think that's not really true, actually. Yeah. Like, Jimmy and Mike's story, I think, are very, like, intertwined. They complement each other in really mm-hmm. like, interesting ways. Yeah. Yeah. And even if they were kind of two separate sort of things... I would still be okay. Two good things. Yeah, yeah. Two, two good shows in one. So it's like, yeah. kind of thing, we're just like... <laughs> two great days and taste great right. together. Yeah. It's, like, it's the kind of thing where, like, you know, someone levies a complaint. It's just like, A, it'd be fine if you were right. And also, B, I think you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. my bases are covered. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Mark Evan Jackson is sharing his thing. You're a liar. You were never married. Uh, you said this city before. Now you're saying this city... Um, and basically pushes him to the point where he just leaves. Yeah. Um, and then he turns his aim at the rest of the group. Yes. Yeah. He said, you guys, he found the perfect place with you guys, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. You're all wrapped, what is it? You're all wrapped up in your sad little stories. Yeah. Yeah. You're feeding off each other's yeah. misery. Yeah. 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 And you wanted me to talk, I talked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just get back to that point. This, and this is another Breaking Bad parallel because it's like Jesse and therapy, you know, and, yeah. and, and those scenes that they revisited over and over and, you know, Jesse more than once just being like, this is bullshit, you know, and especially when, like, yeah. he destroyed the sanctity of it by dealing, you know, within the within the group. <laughs> yeah. Um, and here it's just, you know, mocking basically what the group is, essentially, yeah. and them not having an answer for it, which is different from Breaking Bad, you know, yeah. but, but definitely an echo. Or a, a, yeah. pre, a pre-echo for sure. No, yeah. it's, a, it's a sideways flash. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. You wanted me to talk. I talked. Uh, so then we see him at Madrigal. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless I fast forwarded something. No. Uh, <laughs> there's a whole other scene <laughs> where he's in black and white and he meets a, a scarecrow. Um, uh, Mike is at Madrigal and uh, he ignores a call from Stacy. I saw. Yeah. Yes, he does ignore um, a call from Stacy. Which Again, is very yeah, know, not like him at all. Yeah. yeah. Very unlike him because um, he would he would normally answer that phone yeah. and, and rush yeah. over there if yeah. he's putting that emotional wall back up. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, and he is, uh, just basically going through doing his safety sort of procedure-ish, uh, sort of stuff, um, checking temperatures and spaces and manifests and, uh, these straps are frayed, so... <laughs> the guy goes, the rest of them are fine, and he yeah. goes, you know this how. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, we're replacing all the straps? Yeah. Are you asking me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the way you're... The way you're describing right now, I really feel like silly from a couple minutes ago where I was just like, I think this character is a guy who like is trying not to let his emotions get the better of him, so he's sticking to the rules. And now we're now describing a scene where it's just and like, oh, that's just, literally that's what just that's happened. That's all yeah, he's yeah. doing that's, is yeah. he's going that's, hard on them rules. Yeah. It's like 
It's like that Buffy line where it's like, oh, I think the subtext has become text. (laughs) (laughs) And I think this line's mostly filler. Um, So, yeah, he's just going through that stuff, and he gets a phone call, I think? Yes. Uh, And uh, it's just, he wants to see you. Um, He being Gus. Gus. Um, So, we can uh, meet up. Uh, we can start Gus. Just go through that, and then we'll kind of join those two okay. storylines. Oh, okay. um, if that's all right. Uh, so Gus, Gus's boys are dropping off. Um, where are they? A Westward Ho Motel. Yeah, Westward Ho Motel. Is that relevant? Uh, I mean, we've never seen it before. No. It's not a callback, but it's another like a Crystal Palace, like okay. a drug. Yeah, a drug motel. Yeah, it it was it was um, party town. Um, drug party town uh, over there. Uh, so uh, Nacho and the twins. That uh, wasn't where Walt found Jesse, like super. No, I think, I think that so. was a house. I think that was a crack house. I think, yeah, I think you're right. House? It was. Okay. It was. Uh, I thought it was a yeah. motel. But Speaking of Buffy, like that's where she would go and like kill a nest of vampires. I feel like yeah. crack houses. <laughs> uh, yeah. Crack houses. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she was uh, always going to crack houses on. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you're being facetious. <laughs> Not Buffy fans? Or do we no. never? No. no. Uh, well, if there are any Buffy fans out there, yeah. uh, then check out uh, Fit Comedy's production of Once More with Feeling, the musical episode of yes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, which will be at Fit uh, on the 18th, 19th, and 20th of October. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you're listening, Joss Whedon, don't tell Fox um, because they probably won't like that. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we're at that uh, little motel, uh, and they're, what did they do? Did they just drop off some drugs? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was some someone we'd never seen before. Victor was driving him. Yeah. Uh, and then but we, we didn't... That was revealed at the end of the scene. Uh, yes. So the guy's walking through. He's got a duffel bag full of stuff. He's got eight uh, heads. Eight heads. Wow. And so he goes through the courtyard of this seedy motel uh, where everyone's in various states of drug. <laughs> the adjective. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he gets to the locked uh, armored door, mm. uh, gets allowed inside, and he drops off the bag and is handed uh, a wad of cash. Yeah. As, and they take out a, a brick. Which I would, I'm going to guess is heroin, a brick of heroin. Sure, uh, it seems right. Mm-hmm. Her- seems heroin right. comes in bricks. I mean, enough can. of it, sure. Yeah, if you got enough of it, you could yeah. make it a brick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess you make it. I'm, I'm no expert, but and then he goes back <laughs> to the car, and we see it's Victor. That's the plan. Yeah. Uh, and they had that big reveal. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. slowly dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Yeah. Uh, he writes Maddie, and we're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but with a much finer touch. Um, yeah. So then we go to uh, Nacho and the twins. We are on the perimeter of this uh, yeah. hotel, this motel. Well, right? uh, yeah, and a silver Grand Dam pulls up with that gentleman we just saw in it getting out, which is what Nacho said was the car that attacked them. So, yeah, he, yeah, he points out that that's the car. Yeah, the Espinosas, uh, I believe, is... Who oh, Espinosas, yes. Yes, who we're dealing with. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Nacho and the, Nacho and the twins. Um, and Nacho is uh, laying out what his plan is. 
a very detailed plan, a somewhat detailed plan about, I'm going to do this, we're going to be here, so on and so forth. Uh, and they just get out of the car, kind of load their guns, uh, and then uh, Nacho's freaking out a little bit because... Um, <laughs> It's, they don't seemingly have a plan other than yeah. to just go in, just guns kill and everyone, and they also stab yeah. the doorman. That's how they started it. Yeah, which is like, yeah. oh, it's a good way to start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're gonna shoot everyone. Just um, slice and dice someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, I love that this night will kill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Nacho is they they slice and dice uh, their way uh, past the, mm-hmm. um, the the doorman, the guards, doorman yeah. there, or and the then first, Nacho yeah, first just level. goes. Yeah. Like in a Newman kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, ah, Newman. Um, yeah, so Nacho super nervous. Uh, and then you see some backup from the Espinosa. Yeah. For the Espinosa's come. You your gun yeah. fire and then everywhere. It's just yeah. A big shoot, big old yeah, shootout. Yeah. yeah. Um, yikes. Uh, <laughs> One might call it a New Mexican standoff. <laughs> <laughs> One. Um, oh. Uh, and Nacho, um, who is hurt, is trying to help them oh, help them out. Yeah. Um, because there's really no good situation for him here, I guess. Yeah. If yeah. he tries to help, he may get killed. Um, but if he doesn't help, they may think something is up, possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so he kind of got the best situation here as he goes to help. Yeah, and he's clearly yeah. in really bad shape. Yeah, this, uh, is, this is Nacho's very own like version of the Departed right here. Yeah, you know? it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, this yeah. is this is not a good position to be yeah. in. Um, is this our first gun yeah. battle on the show too? Like, is this on on Saul? Mm, well, maybe yes. it is. I feel like there had to have been something, right? There had to have been, but I can't think of one. This may have been the first shootout. Now that you mention it, hmm. huh? Well, you know what that means. <laughs> Play the music. Yeah. Uh, got him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then the one cousin is kind of cornered. He's out of bullets. Mm-hmm. Got two guys and, shooting at him. And, two guys, and a guy even says, you're out of bullets. Yeah. And uh, Nacho... I counted, <laughs> I counted the bullets. <laughs> Nacho kind of gets up to try to shoot him, and he's all weak. And then uh, the yeah. other twin shows up behind him and shoots the shit out of the yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. And he's all covered in blood. That suit's probably really expensive. Yeah. Empty shells are hitting Nacho. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Just like a cartoon shootout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Birds are floating around his head. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Nacho... Um, uh, gets gets saved uh, yeah. in a couple of different ways there, um, but yeah, it's the espinosis. Uh, and then once all is said and done, or said and dead, if, <laughs> uh, as the case may be, um, Gus arrives and uh, Nacho kind of recaps what the plan is mm-hmm. uh, on Gus's side, which is uh, if the espinosis are taken out, uh, Bolsa. I guess, is not going to give the business or whatever yeah. it is to Salamancas, so it would probably go to Gus. Yeah, yeah. so it was all about territory. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that the Salamanca brothers went down south to the heat dies down. I'm not sure, will we never uh, not see them? Is that when they came back up for Breaking Bad, or... They went down... I'm assuming to Mexico. Yeah, they went down. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we have to see him again, right? Yeah. But that was my first thing, like, going, oh, is this, like, now we pick up where two goes, like, my cousins are coming. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. Hmm. But, I mean, feels There's like still waste. They yeah. can go back and forth across mm-hmm. that board sure. pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. They can. Yeah. yeah. We're not, like, in Minnesota. Yeah. 
Uh, and it seems they have pretty squeaky clean uh, passports to yeah. get over that border. Yeah, right. And they're not suspicious mm. at all. No. With their not skulls on their boots. Not at all. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then we go to uh, the garage, right? Uh, well, is it Nacho's dad's house? Oh, yes. Yeah, so we... Unless we're skipping over Nacho for now. No. We do see... Yeah, so we... Uh, Nacho's dad comes home in his truck. Did you see this out scene? Yeah. Okay. Because it's right after a commercial, too. I wrote that down. Where the commercials are. <laughs> no. And I'm like, oh, no. Fast forwarded through it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his dad's coming home okay. uh, and walking through the house yeah. and gets this sense that somebody is there. Yeah. Um, and is just kind of like, you better leave. Yeah. I'm walking. I'm coming in. <laughs> here I come. I don't want you. Yeah, I, this is your last chance. Let's go. Um, I'm gonna count to three. Yeah, I'm gonna count to ten. Yeah. Uh, and he goes in, and you see uh, a, a worse for the wear Nacho hunched mm-hmm. over, um, some blood on him. Um, you know, still kind of like beat up and just looking pretty, still looking pretty bad. Yeah. Um, he didn't exactly get some downtime. No. After no. Uh, the vet rescue. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say he wasn't looking so great last yeah. week either. Yeah. So, yeah and then is... yeah, you need some time to recover, especially really from do. a vet surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In Before the back of the jiffy loop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking he would love to have Kim's problems right now. Right? Yeah. Really would. Uh, so dad picks up the phone. You need to go to the hospital. Um, and Nacho's just like, nah, can't do it. Um, they'll kill me is more or less the, yeah. the gist. If you if you take me there, I won't last. Um, so puts down the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he didn't tell 911 not to come. And I don't think if you call 911 and no, then you just hang up, I feel like they'll be like, oh my God, something really something bad is happening. Yeah. And they couldn't talk and they'd yeah. send someone anyway. Unless he had a phone from CC Mobile. Because oh, yeah. 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 then they couldn't trace it. Then they couldn't trace it. Um, we I, I don't do, know. If we do have a very privileged white view of how nine one one works. Yes. That is yeah. that is a very <laughs> very, yeah. very good point. Out. That's yeah. a very good point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's true. Uh, that is true. Uh, so nine one one tells him to ignore it, uh, and uh, or Nacho tells uh, Dad to ignore uh, calling, um, and then we go to. Mike and Gus, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, which is just, Mike is now, we're picking up, uh, he wants to see you, uh, so he's going to see Gus. Um, yep. And uh, the, I think one of the first lines is, do you have something to tell me? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you have something to, you want to say to me? Um, and Mike's like, I don't know, do I? Like, yeah. <laughs> now you tell me. Um, so the gist here is that uh, Gus is mad that Mike knew that Nacho was kind of working against Hector. Hector. Yes. Uh, which is against Gus's interests. Yes. Uh, which was the gist there, I believe. Um, and uh, and Mike says to him, I promise not to kill him, but I'm, I, I wasn't going to be his bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was letting something happen mm-hmm. that he knew was happening, but he, right. he wasn't going to stop it. But he, he really... Oh, well, he did help a little. He did mm. help Nacho with his yeah. plan of the pills and everything else. Yeah. But, yeah, he didn't stop Nacho from doing what Nacho wanted to do. Because that's not that's not part of his plan. No. And Mike hates Hector. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 
then he's like, uh, so so what, what happens here? You kill me? No, because yeah. you would have already done it. Yeah. Uh, so what's the what's the job? Well, you, yeah. you're, you're, I'm yeah. here for an ask. Oh, and he says, you have an ask. And he also, you're, if you're going to make a move, you better make it. Like yeah, he's, yeah. he's very yeah, he's, revved yeah, up yeah, at this yeah. point. I mean, this Definitely. is very this unlike Mike too. Yeah, that yeah. to just kind of he seemed a little too off the rails yeah. Yeah. for Mike. Like Mike's usually kind of calm and just talking to somebody very logically, mm-hmm. and he's seems very emotional from the meeting and everything else in this scenario. Which, Mark Evan Jackson really revved him up. Yeah. yeah. Who would have thought that uh, MEJ would uh, <laughs> be such a, uh, a, a, a pin in this mm-hmm. show? Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because um, we don't get what Gus is asking. Yeah, we don't, we, we yeah, we don't black, know. So. It's just like, so what's the job? Yeah. yeah. And then... The credits. Vince Gilligan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What would he want? I'm not sure, and I don't know if he's Gus is even just kind of showboating, like yeah. trying to threaten him about the whole Hector th- and Nacho thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. Gus is yeah. also kind of in a in a state of like, don't mess with me. I'll show you who I am. Where he the the whole ponytail with the plastic yeah. bag thing. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he's really kind of in that. Uh, box cutter mood right mm-hmm. now yeah so uh i feel like he was he might have just been trying to strong arm mike too or just yeah. kind of trying to threaten him into doing what he anything he wanted him to do yeah but now mike's kind of just pushing back on yeah that. we have several characters that are kind of really puffing out their their chests a mm-hmm. bit yeah. um uh, Jimmy, mm-hmm. uh, Gus, mm-hmm. Mike, um, um, Mr. Neff from Copiers. No, yeah, <laughs> um, I mean Kim even puffing mm-hmm. yeah. on her chest to the uh, judge. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so this was just an episode of um, um, showing people are feeling pretty good about themselves, or just to the point. Where they don't care. Yeah. Yes, I think I yeah. think that's what it is. They're yeah. they're almost like a, an injured animal backed yeah. up into yeah, a yeah. corner yeah. at yeah. this point, where they're all kind of lashing out in weird ways. Yeah, yeah. people being reduced to their elemental mm-hmm. natures. Yeah, nothing to lose, man. Nothing yeah. to lose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to think what the what what the job would be um, if. if based on you know things that have happened so far and things you know, job well magicals. I mean. He could also want him to just kind of stake out maybe um, like people who are cooking meth and mm-hmm. things. I feel Can like we, Mike would be a good guy to uh, kind yeah. of yeah. tail people or check things out to mm-hmm. see what who's who, what who's doing what kind mm-hmm. of situation. Yeah. So I don't know what does what does Gus still need Nacho for at this point? Does he still need Nacho? I'm not I sure think, he does. Yeah, I'm not sure he does either. And I think, I feel like all the plans he's involved Nacho with so far, both plans has been, I mean, you know, Nacho has been an expendable piece every time. Mm-hmm. And I almost want to imagine Gus is just like, oh, I really thought he'd be dead by now. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know what to do. Yeah, he certainly thought the twins might be gone, yeah. goners in this little scheme he had. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder if he's going to get ask Mike to get rid of Nacho at this point. Because oh. he can't get anyone. Yeah, he can't have a a Fring associate be responsible for a Salamanca mm-hmm. crew no. death, right? No. Yeah, 
That's very, that's very plausible, tough. honestly. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, because I feel like it's a huge setup for the ask that, like, yeah. a lot of build-up for... I mean, it ended on this cliffhanger, so it's got to be something big. Yeah. yeah. And Mike should just switch out Nacho's antibiotics <laughs> with nothing, yeah, and right. then he'll just die he'll of just an die infection. just die of sepsis. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, sepsis. Yeah, I really... There's a, a not a good way to Fr- go. Fring yeah. doesn't have, like, just wait it out at this point. He's a... Is, yeah, looks gray. Yeah, yeah like gray he does meat. not look yeah. good. Yeah, it's in his own best interest, though. I mean, as Gus's attorney, I got I got to advise him. It's time to cut Nacho loose. Mm-hmm. It's time to oh Nacho. Yeah, yeah like Michael Nacho. Mando. Jeez. Yeah, what a good job. She did. Oh, my coworker did point out how good of a job Michael Mando is. Oh, okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Not Rhea Seahorn, but Michael not Mando. Rhea yeah, Seahorn, but Michael Mando. I see what's happening here. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm, Ah, All right, so that's uh, that's the episode there. Any stray final thoughts? Yeah. Talk. No. I mean, um, I I've been. I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna go with a little bit of my color commentary. (laughs) Um, And green has been kind of hovering around for a little bit, and I was unsure, but I I feel like it's kind of because there was green in Jimmy's vest Mm. that he's wearing, bright green, Um, and then Ira's truck was green. And uh, also the the medical clinic in Mexico was green. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's kind of just a, this is like day jobs for people who are doing things that aren't, yeah. you know, like a kind mm-hmm. of, and a kind of a cover for something else yeah. um, type situation. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm, I'm not fully, I'm not fully oh, fleshed out. Yellow and out, blue make yellow. green. And yellow and blue make green, which so. is a... A bad, well, it's just kind of being in a bad place in your life, but then also the blue is being straight and narrow, so maybe it's just kind of a pretend straight well, and narrow. Well, that's a day job. Yeah. Yeah. Day jobs are pretend. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, suckers? <laughs> um, if you're an actor, your day job is pretend. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Wow. Uh, all right. Uh, who, who won the episode? <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't Ira? Know. Ira was very happy Ira's with his happy go lucky. Yeah, yeah. he had a great he's a, sell. Yeah, he, yeah he's it, now he's, he's his whole world is opened up to these this Hummel uh, Hummel business. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. he's going to start heisting more Hummels if he can find them. Yeah. If he can find them, all he has to do is swap them out. I was a little worried Hummel Jimmy blue. was going to sell out the old lady with the Hummels. Yeah. I know yeah. when he said, like "Do you know Jimmy, where to get yeah. any more?" No, I was Jim. thinking that too, and he said, "No." So that was you've funny. done enough harm. Yeah, uh, he could very well get to the point where that that does happen. Could yeah. be, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, Ira. I feel All right, like Ira's and, a good uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go along with that. Although the the twins also, oh, they were winners was pretty too. Bad. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. really and they oh, one they got nicked. I think like it was like hardly anything. <laughs> yeah. So they did pretty well. They killed a lot of dudes, a lot of bodies on that mm-hmm. ground. Um, and uh, loser, just Who about everyone else. Yeah, pretty much yeah. everybody. Uh, yeah. Henry DeVore especially. Yeah. And his late wife Judy. And yeah. I will say, in in sort of his defense, which I don't. I mean, he might have just been making up his wife. But then I'm going. Well, maybe he's just misremembering things and yeah, trying to sweeten the memory of yeah. like, oh, well, yeah, you know what? She did mention Sydney too. Like she, you know, like. So I do kind of feel bad if he did actually have a wife after Mike really like laid into him. But he is probably making it up. I don't uh, know. Mike seems like a pretty uh, yeah. 
Yeah, he's I trust the thorough guy. I, I think he's I, making it up, and I think he's a lonely guy who is using this group yeah. uh, as because he knows mm-hmm. people will yeah. will listen, listen to him. Yeah, okay. it's definitely a thing that happens. It's absolutely yeah, absolutely. Is, I'm yeah. just saying it's a possibility <laughs> that he may have been misremembering that stuff. That's it. <laughs> Every podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah. any uh, any quick quick plugs for the road. Do we have any quick plugs? I don't have anything. I'll start off. Okay. I don't think I have anything. I have nothing. Not on Twitter. We can't plug. I mean, I am uh, working from home again tomorrow. Okay. Cool. 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 There you go. I'm working from home as well. Sam. Um, I have a goat rodeo show the first two weeks of October at the Philly Improv Theater at the Adrian Theater. Um. And the name is still kind of up in the air. Also, I just put up a video of uh, uh, promoting Dank Hill uh, from Neshaminy Creek Brewing Company. <laughs> if you wanted to see me reenacting every character from King of the Hill in the <laughs> intro and drinking Dank Hill. Um, so, but that was just for me. I mean, it's not in association with Neshaminy Creek Brewing <laughs> Company. It was just a Sunday afternoon. Uh, so if you want to see that, check that out. Okay. I think I, I called it like drinking Dank Hill in the alley is what I think I called it on YouTube. Uh, okay. So yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Michael. Um, I don't have too much to plug basically, um, but uh, you can find me on Twitter at Michael J Hanley, where I spend a lot of time just going like, "Can you believe this?" You know, and then supplying <laughs> a link to a thing that you probably can't believe. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's happening a lot right now, but I'm definitely guilty of a lot of it. So mm-hmm. uh, that's the thing I do. Yeah, and this is Mike. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mike Marbach, uh, where, just like Michael over here, uh, is a whole lot of me calling um, political leaders scumbags. Um, yeah. So check that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also tweet things that uh, I particularly enjoy. Um, so if you want to enjoy them too, go to at Mike Marbach on Twitter uh, and watercooler.com, W-O-O-D-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-R.com. Uh, see this podcast and others that we'll be doing uh, very, very soon. Uh, Thanks for listening, and have a good week. Bye.